0: The New York Islanders get the Patrick Waugh era off to a good start with a dramatic 3-2 overtime win over the Dallas Stars. We have our key takeaways, plus what the Patrick Waugh experience was like in Game 1. All that and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Blocked by Polak and Price, another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson Barzell with the open net, and he scores. Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin, I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome everybody to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Well, we have got a lot to discuss. Patrick Waugh winning his Islanders coaching debut, but first... If there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, shoot us an email. LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com is the email address. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at Lockdown Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on X at Ice Wars, NYR vs NYI will keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for some instant insight and analysis and it's always great to talk Islanders hockey with you game time or anytime. Wow. What a start. The New York Islanders winning Patrick was debut as head coach, 3-2 in overtime over a very good Dallas Stars team. And let, let's start off right away. This performance by the Islanders was not perfect. A lot of the same mistakes and problems that we've seen all year still reared their ugly head in this game. But there were differences too. And look, let's be honest. Patrick Waugh is not going to just show up and after one morning skate, change all you know, solve all the problems that the Islanders have been having all season long. Okay? That just was not realistically going to happen, and it didn't happen. But what we did see was increased emotion increased enthusiasm, a little more heart out there in the first and third period. the second period, certainly not the Islanders best. That was the period that Dallas really dominated and and you know took control of the game. but at the same time, when you saw Patrick Waugh behind the bench and MSG network on the broadcast, spent the first half of the second period splitting the screen between what was happening on the ice and watching Patrick Wah on the bench. But you saw a coach who was involved, who was enthusiastic, who was emotional, who was putting his arm around uh, one of his players' shoulders and talking to him. And just, you could tell that it was a new regime. And and that's not meant to be a knock on Lane Lambert. Let's be clear. I still think Lane Lambert can be a successful NHL head coach if given the right opportunity. It's just that this situation with the Islanders, he was not the right man for this team at this time. And I, I just like the new attitude that the Islanders seem to have under Patrick Waugh and they battled they battled throughout this game they managed to come away with the win even though the Stars had three power plays in this game and the Islanders had none and you know that overtime game winner by Bo Horvat really on a, on a great pass by Matthew Barzal it made such a big difference To this team to get that win and and get it in emotional fashion, Uh, I just really liked what I saw out there in that respect. And look, the line combinations, nothing changed. Horvat, Lee, Barzal, Nelson, Fashing, Palmieri, Pajot, Holmstrom, Gauthier, McLean, Martin, Clutterbuck. Uh, Kyle McClain in his first two games, you know, doing what he's supposed to do. Uh, a- absolutely, you know, being good on the four check. Uh, three hits in this game and eight and a half minutes on the ice. Had a takeaway. Oh uh, for 7 in the faceoff circle, though, so that wasn't pretty. In fact, the Islanders really had trouble in the faceoff circle. Uh, over the course of the game. But overall, you know, Kyle McClain getting it done. But the big picture is that this team hopefully starts to wake up. I got to talk also right now uh, about Alexander Romanov. Because, you know, he scored the first goal in this game, his fifth goal of the year. That was a great shot. Short side, wrist shot, high. Uh, Again, second straight goal Romanov has scored that I would describe as a goal scorer's goal. And, you know, that's not Alexander Romanov's reputation, but he did come up with the big goal and got the Islanders off to a quick start less than three minutes into the hockey game. That was good to see. And then the tying goal early in the third Hudson Fashing, his third of the year, a dirty goal. But that's what you need from Hudson Fashing. You get in front of the net, you deflect a shot by Noah Dobson, and you end up with the tying goal. Good game overall for Ilya Sorokin, although one of those goals was really soft. One of those goals that he just tried to glove it and whiffed on it. So you have to do better than that, but... 41 saves, 9.53 save percentage. Tough to get hypercritical about Ilya Sorokin, even with the one soft goal. And then the usual suspects, Matthew Barzal and Noah Dobson, each with two helpers. Oliver Wallstrom still riding the pine. Mike Riley, a healthy scratch. Pierre Engbaal still injured and not in the lineup, so that, again, the reason we saw the line combinations that we did. But, to me, the the, the best part about this game was just the attitude, the enthusiasm, the, the fresh start. And, look, when you have the same roster, it is going to be a little difficult, a little difficult to... Get things to change right away. But Patrick Waugh, definitely a new beginning for this team. And we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the things we should expect from Patrick Waugh coming up in our next segment. And also, of course, we will have our hero and go to the game. And a our Islanders' birthday of the day, by the way. Uh, A person who was an Islanders captain and head coach. So let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive You're burning rubber, not cash. And with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So, it was great to hear what, You know some of the players had to say about Wah, but before we get to that, let's talk about some of the things that changed and some of the things that didn't. We'll get to that in just a minute. As far as our hero and goat of the game, to me the hero has got to be the game-winning goal, Bo Horvat. I guess I could give the hero to Patrick Wah uh, in you know winning his debut as coach, but let's stick with players and. Go with Bo, who got the game-winning goal. And as far as the goat, I have to give it to the defense pair of Sebastian Aho uh, right now, who was on defense along with Samuel Bolduc a few times. Not a good idea to have them paired up, and they did, and it cost them. Uh, couple of mistakes by both of those guys defensively, although Bolduc also made some good plays. But Bolduc minus one, Aho minus two in this game. So they are going to be my co-goats of the game. But with Wah, you know, here are the things that we can expect. And I think these are reasons why Patrick Wah was a good choice, at least on paper, for the New York Islanders. Number one, If you looked at Patrick Waugh and what he did with the Quebec Ramparts uh, of the Quebec Junior League, they won the Memorial Cup last year. Why? They were extremely structured in the way they played the game. And that's really what Barry Trotz did. You could say what you want about Trotz being overly defensive-minded. And, you know, you could have a legitimate criticism of that. But... Being positionally sound, playing within a structure, is vital. And it's something the Islanders were lacking for most of this season. And look, right now, Ilya Sorokin has been in more games this year than any other goalie where he's faced 40 or more shots. And last night against Dallas, he faced 43, so that didn't change right away. But again, Wah has only had one morning skate so far and now the one game to be with his team and to get to know them and to try to, you know, figure out what he needs to do. So to me, having that structure that he's going to introduce, and I think we'll see a lot more of it after the All-Star break, when the players will have more practices under their belt, more games under their belt, and a better understanding of what Wa is trying to accomplish. And Wa will understand his players better. I think all of that will be vital. The other thing that I think will help with Patrick Wa, you've got two great goaltenders in Ilya Sorokin and Semyon Varlamov. Varlamov still not back, still not playing and may not be back until after the All-Star break. There's only three more games. But first of all, Varlamov played under Wa in Colorado and did very, very well there under Patrick Wa's leadership. And I just can't imagine that both Sorokin and Varlamov won't benefit from being with, one of the greatest goalies ever to play the game, now third all time in uh, wins in NHL history. I mean, Varley in the uh, you know was second in the Vesna Trophy voting, and enjoyed his best season in the NHL when Patrick Wah was his coach. And then I think the other thing is this: I, I think changing things up on this team was necessary because this team has been together for a long time. You know, the assistant coaches remained in place. They're still there. So you still have John McClain and Doug Huda doing their thing. That gives you some continuity. But you've now had this same group of coaches for five and a half years. And you've had this core of this roster together for longer than that a lot of these players getting some changes made uh in approach in attitude making the players have to prove themselves to a new set of eyes a new philo- uh, to to fit into a new approach and new philosophy uh that is helpful and look Patrick Wah also, has worked well with younger players. And I think that is an important aspect of, you know, he just coached and was the general manager in the Quebec Junior League. He's going to be very familiar with a lot of young players. And that may include guys like William Dufour or Matthew Maggio uh he's going to know them pretty well and other young players as well. And whether Wah eventually becomes the GM or just works with Lula Morello, which is where we're starting at, you get the feeling that this team could bring in some younger, talented players because that may be something Patrick Wah is interested in doing. And it won't happen right away. Maybe one move or two at the trade deadline, but I get the feeling by next year, we are going to see some younger guys, whether it's from within the organization or adding them to the organization, and that can certainly help this team in the long run in addition to, hopefully, in the short run. And we need this. This is what we need. Now, you got other players like Oliver Wallstrom. Will Wally get a new opportunity under Patrick Waugh to show what he could do? Obviously, he never consistently impressed Lane Lambert. He never consistently impressed Barry Trotz. That was the the tough love approach. Wallstrom, look, he may be traded at the trade deadline. He continues to ride the pine or, or be in the press box more often than not. But maybe... Just maybe this is his last chance to show the new coaching staff that he is worthy of an everyday position in this lineup and that he can thrive if given that opportunity. We don't know, but it may be a chance. And we probably will see some line combinations change. We may see some defense pair changes. We may see certain guys playing and other guys sitting. That's been different than what we've seen over the last 10, 15 games. And remember, you still have Engvall and Sizikis injured. But uh, overall, and Ryan Polak. But overall, I think this team needed a jolt, needed some changes. And Patrick Waugh is the guy who's going to hopefully do that great emotional win to start the Patrick Wah era. So we have got more to get to on today's show. We're gonna talk about player reaction to Patrick Wah. What did they say at the morning skate and you know after the game and how are these guys reacting to the new coach behind the bench? We'll have that plus our Islanders birthday of the day all that and a whole lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at FanDuel. The NFL regular season is over. The playoffs are here, and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is super easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet, like live, same-game parlays. You could go to the Explore tab to find bets, or you can head over to the Parlay Hub. That's the best way to find the most popular parlays. All that and a whole lot more. And look, you've got the NFL, college and pro basketball. You could use your knowledge of the Islanders on FanDuel. Check out the odds for their upcoming game against the Vegas Golden Knights. So, visit fanduel.com slash And make your first bet a layup, FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league, including the NHL. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Also just wanted to let everybody know uh, we did do a segment on the Patrick Waugh hiring on Locked On NHL on Monday, so check that out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. How are the players reacting to this change? And obviously... Just the move itself sends a message to these players. But here are some of the impressions or first impressions that you heard from the players. Anders Lee, the captain, you saw his intensity. It's there, and it's infectious too. He brought it this morning. That's at the morning skate. I expect that to be extremely consistent. But first day here... It's exciting things going on with him and continuing to move forward here and build off each day. Patrick Waugh, basically addressing the media. I felt the guys are understanding the message. I really want it to be a partnership, so they need to be involved with me in what I believe is the thing to do. And if they don't understand, and if I'm not clear enough, or if they don't really understand the details, I want them to speak up and tell me and then I find a different way to explain. But today, I thought it went really well. Matthew Barzal on Patrick Wah. He brings so much immediate respect. He walked in the room today, and it was a different feel. He's got Conn Smythes, Stanley Cups, maybe the best goalie of all time. So he's been through everything. He's seen everything, been in every situation. I know he's going to bring a lot of fire, A lot of passion. I'm looking forward to working with him and getting to know him. Brock Nelson. We saw that fire, that passion of the player that he is, and it's no different as a coach. He came with a simple message and wants everyone to go out there and work hard. That is the foundation of it all. Now, here's an interesting quote from Noah Dobson, who played against uh, Wah in juniors, Wah's team when he was coaching in Quebec. Obviously, I have tremendous respect for Lane as a person and coach. Uh, as players, you feel responsible. We know we have to be better. But it's exciting for sure for a guy like Patrick to come in. We're all excited, energized, and I'm looking forward to having him as our coach. And I love this quote from Patrick Wah because I think it's important defense wins championships he said we're going to start worrying about our defense i always believe if you break out the puck well you're going to spend less time in your zone if you do turnovers over turnovers most of the time turnovers become a pretty good scoring chance i really want to make sure that we talk a lot about our breakouts our d zone coverage and make sure we do a very good job in that area Hallelujah, that's exactly what the New York Islanders needed to hear, and it was great to see exactly what happened. J.G. Pajot. it's definitely fresh. Sometimes you just need a new voice, and I think that is also correct. So this is exciting. This is a new era with an all-time great player, a guy who has won in the NHL as a coach, a guy, you know, won the Jack Adams Award his first year in Colorado, a guy who has won the Memorial Cup coaching in juniors in the Q Junior League, Quebec League. It is fantastic to see this coaching change. It's going to take time. Let's have no illusions that, you know, Patrick Waugh isn't going to make A night and day difference just by showing up. And I think as we look ahead, the Islanders have three games left before the All-Star break. We have Tuesday at home against Vegas. Thursday in Montreal. And if you don't think that's going to be a super emotional game for Patrick Waugh, where he played most of his NHL career, where he is the legend uh, you know he is the think about this he is the last goalie to lead a canadian based team to a stanley cup championship and the montreal canadiens who have won more stanley cups than any other franchise he won them their last two cups he is a legend and having that be his first road game as coach of the Islanders is incredible and then you go to Saturday night home against a tough Florida Panthers team none of those games are easy but i think those 3 games plus last night is sort of the feeling out period and then you have that break until the all-star after the all-star break and that's when i think we'll start to see more of the plan of Patrick Waugh and the guys getting to know it and getting to implement it better and getting the job done. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Sunday was the 53rd birthday of former Islanders center and coach Doug Waite. Waite, originally a second-round pick of the Rangers back in 1990, Spent two years at Lake Superior State, played for the Rangers, the Oilers, the Blues, won a cup with the Hurricanes, back to the Blues, uh, the Ducks, and then finished his NHL career with the Islanders for three seasons. Coached the Islanders for, uh, you know, 2017, 2018, did not make the playoffs. Doug Waite, great guy, uh, just you know, didn't work out as the coach. He was captain of the Islanders, a leader, experienced, and a very solid player who really did a lot, you know, played in 1,238 NHL games, 278 goals, 1,033 points and 970 penalty minutes, add 23 goals and 72 points in 97 postseason games, and you've got a really solid career weight, able to score, uh, you know, 20-plus goals with regularity in Edmonton, and just getting the job done. Injury slowed him down. He was getting older by the time he reached the Islanders. One of his better games with the Isles, February 13th, 2010, at the Old Barn, the Nassau Coliseum, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the visitors, and Terro Nidamaki is the goalie for Tampa. Martin Biron, the goalie for the Islanders. And in this game, Doug Waite scoring his first goal of the season. Kyle Laposo the assist. Waite also assisting on Richard Park's game winner with two and a half minutes left in regulation time. Islanders beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-4, a goal and an assist for Wade. He scored on his only shot and played 12 minutes and 46 seconds of ice time. And it's kind of ironic that on the day after the Islanders make a coaching change, one of their former coaches and captains is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll have more on Patrick Waugh and what we can expect. We'll also have a full preview of the big game against Vegas. So make sure you join us for that. It's a new era in Islanders hockey. Let's hope it is a successful one. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.